that's the one to use. That always feels delayed on our yeah, end. I don't know yeah, if you yeah. hear that. So it's uh, it's literally all up to you, Randy. That so. always is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's why all I right. talk shit. I have no basis for it at all, but <laughs> drinking some apple wine and some beer. <laughs> is that what you're drinking right now? Yeah, this apple wine is like 18%, though. It's, uh, oh. it's pretty heavy duty. It's good stuff. Everybody, welcome to episode six of Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here today with Randall Nolery. Hey, everybody, and DJ Mandolini. Hey, that's me. How are you guys doing today? And uh, well, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing great. I was I was talking to the audience for a second, and then now I'm talking to we, talking to you guys. We've had a couple <laughs> drinks. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> Falling asleep at the it's wheel. Been here. All right. Oh man, yeah, a little rough start back to back to square one here, but <laughs> but anyways. Jeez. So uh, so this uh, this week we're gonna tackle a little bit of a newer game. I think we just get right into it, right? Let's yep. do it. Um. So yeah, we uh we tackle the newer game. Uh, this game is from here. I jotted it down here. From a few, one notable name. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Bennett Foddy at all. And then uh, Gabe Casillo and Matt Botch or Bach. Bach, yeah, um, he's sure the composer. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's the, he's, okay. I was wondering what his, because Bennett, I knew Gabe uh, Casillo or Casillo was the uh, developer, like the game designer. And then Bennett Foddy did the visual design, but I know he's done some game development of his own. He did Quop. Ah. uh, getting over it with uh i think the game is literally called getting over it with bennett foddy Um, you're familiar with these games dj oh yeah i've seen a a donkey video on getting over it (laughs) yeah they're good they're pretty pretty nuts that's um so so yeah i I, once i saw his name was attached to this game it definitely gave it some just like oh i'm i'm a little curious i want to know what's up so anyways the name of the game is ape out i kind of Forgot to mention that, I think, but it's the newest, uh, one of the newer releases from Devolver Digital, and uh, I think we all are coming into to this game fresh, right? The last few games, we've uh, some of us have played them before, but yeah. first time for everybody? Totally blind. Completely fresh. Yep. yep. Okay, sweet. Uh, well, I've been, I've been loving this game so far, but uh, Randall, why don't you uh, take the lead here and just do a little bit of a brief description summary or, or sure. what, you know what you've been thinking so far yeah so uh, besides uh being published by devolver digital i thought it was really interesting that this game was uh it helped come to fruition from the indie fund uh which i i kind of got into a google search hole around indie fund it's just a collective of uh like uh, backers and some previously successful indie folks kind of funneling their money to uh, vote on projects to to help green light and help some of these uh, indie developers get their games off the floor. Um, so I thought like, oh, that's that's really cool. Um, just wanted to note that, too. Yeah, I was I was actually unaware of that. Yeah. Uh, but getting into Ape Out, Ape Out is a uh, very kinetic uh, almost like frantic in its action. Like I, I'm feeling like my, my, uh, my pulse go up as I play this game. Once you get into oh, a, yeah. a rhythm, uh, on this, but you play the ape, 
uh, trying to break out of, you know, like a, an office setting or a laboratory or, or kind of different scenarios that you're placed in. Uh, the levels are referred to as albums and you'll like legitimately see album art kind of front and back as if it were just a, a like a LP or something. And that's what you're selecting to start with um, for your scenario. And it kind of makes sense that it's presented that way because the soundtrack is such a big factor to getting into this game and the presentation of it all, in my experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, that's, it's just it's a lot of, like, drum beats and percussion that's just, like, just getting you, getting your blood going just to like get into it and start smashing dudes against walls. <laughs> and, it, and it's really responsive, right? Like, yeah. like it seems like it's usually like the first person that you kill on the map. It seems like there's like a big cymbal crash and then like oh, the yeah. song really gets going yep. once that happens. And then it's like, there's no turning back. You know, it's just like once you slam somebody against a wall, it's like, you know, you, you've been alert or they've been alerted of your presence and you, you just got to try to find a way out that's a good point too they, they they definitely crafted that opening where like you're you're stuck in this box and that's the only way you're getting out is by just smashing the shit out of that first guy that's in front of you against a wall and he turns into a, a bloody pulp <laughs> you go from there <laughs> yeah i mean even in that opening scene uh you know when you kill your first your first guys there'll be a freeze frame and they'll present like the opening credits like oh uh, yeah that was great yeah they'll freeze on like yeah the each of the names as you're killing people they did that really well i forgot about that actually yeah but that was a great great like opening like i I was like oh this is going to be an experience as soon as i got through the first like opening sequence of the game yes yeah it was like not not even is like the the music such a great part of this but like i found that a lot of the visuals were I don't know, just as important. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, going through like every level uh, as they present the name of the level, like it's always presented in a very unique, but like eye grabbing way. Yeah. Like uh, it'll be on the floor or something or, or yeah, on a wall or it'll just pop in in a certain order. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're almost like old, like Saul Bass, like Alfred Hitchcock movie title. Yeah, not not quite that expressive, but like they're like really like animated uh, the way they pop up and like and really like especially if you like if you do happen to like beat a few levels or like tracks the way that they are like, you know, in the relation to the albums, um, if you beat a few levels in a row, it kind of like it just you just get in this flow of like one track after another. Yeah, like it, it just it just feels great the way the presentation and I and I also not only just aesthetically, but I, I do like how uh, again, I, I don't I think we mentioned that it's like from a top down perspective, um, but you're there are some levels where you're going like kind of indoors and outdoors and like the way that the visuals are like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but they're like sort of like the walls will like go up and kind of obscure your views. Yeah of like the insides of buildings and out, but it's like, it's a little more than that. I don't know quite how to describe it, but like, I really like how, you know, you, you can't, you can't really cheese the system. Cause you're always going to be, your vision is more blocked than it would be in a typical top down game. Yeah. Cause it's not perfectly top down. There, there is yeah. a slight angle. And so yeah. that causes, yeah. It Some being like a little obscure. obstruction. Yeah. 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 And then I think it's in that second, 
album of levels where it gets like quite dark and that that even more just obscures your vision and your ability to kind of go around corners without having a shotgun to the face, you know, as soon as you turn that corner accidentally. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if you've gotten to some of the later levels will actually like the lights will go out and you can only really see the enemies by like the flashlights yeah. that they're holding yep. or or whatnot. And, and again, there's all different types of enemies. There's enemies that with machine guns. And as soon as you grab them, they're going to start firing their weapon, whether it's just like one shot with a rifle or a shotgun blast. Um, and then you can kind of use them as like a human shield yes. uh, after that. And then like some of them you can see have armor on them. Some of the enemies have like they, they explode when you slam them against a the wall. So if you're using those enemies as a human shield, they're going to you're going to take the one hit kill. Normally you can take three hits. Um, but if you if you get hit by an explosion, it's instant uh, death. Right. So I, I really like the interplay of like, you know, you got to know which enemy to, you know, they're kind of either color coded or you can just kind of tell by like their body armor. Right. Uh, which uh, which type of enemy they are. And you really got to know, OK, there's like five enemies coming up. I got to grab the guy with the machine gun or else I got no chance here. Or I got to shove these three guys out of the way. And grab the then grab the shotgun guy and try to blast them all. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like you said. I, I the the word kinetic was like a perfect yeah. uh, descriptor of this game. And and one of the things that I jotted down, uh, I, I really get the feeling of like almost like I'm like running back a kickoff in a in a football. You know, ah, and like when I played Madden, yeah, it's like you're kind of like weaving through the defense. And oh, uh, that's a good example. And it 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 just feels it gets that same kind of rush of like looking for the openings yep. and and looking for the opportunities. Um, that's a good yeah, and I really, I really like the, the juxtaposition between like, there's, there's kind of two different modes in this game to me. There's like the, the kind of narrow corridor hallway modes where you're, you're just kind of sprinting and, and just like, yeah, I tend to do less of the grabbing mechanic. You, you can either grab enemies or push them essentially is it right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you tend to like in those situations, I'm just sprinting down the halls and looking for the best passage and shoving people out of the way. Um, and then you get into the open segments and you kind of got to play a little more cautiously and use your surroundings and the environment to, you know, block. I, I really have been having more fun with this game, but probably the most fun I've had with anything since Octahedron. So. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for a game, yeah, with very simple mechanics and not, uh, not a huge amount of different enemies, they do a good job with the level layout to vary it up quite a bit. Right. Yeah. Even in that second level where there's like snipers across the right way, and in then the you windows. like run across the crosswalk and you're in, you're in the other building and you're like taking out the snipers and like just little stuff like that. So it's a great it's yeah, I'm just having a blast. I'm I'm getting close to the end, I think. So I think I'm about halfway through, but gameplay wise, you basically have you can push guys off, which if you push them and they run into a wall, they explode. But if they don't, they just kind of push further back into the level. Um, yeah. you can grab guys and when you do, yeah, they, they take that shot in a direction that you can kind of, you, you can kind of aim them like relatively. Twin stick it, yeah. with, a, with a little bit of, it's definitely not like a hundred percent accurate. Like you gotta, you're getting some leeway, like some resistance from the guard essentially, you know? Right. Or if you rip a, a, a metal door off, you can kind of use that to block or throw, or you can pick up a body part to throw, but you're also very slow when you have anything picked up. Yeah. And I think that's the extent of of mostly your gameplay options besides, you know, moving in a direction that be, kind of becomes a run naturally, if, I, if I'm correct. 
Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's, yeah. So it's really all level design. Yeah. And, and, and again, what, another thing that I jotted down is like, this game just has like this, this like slippery momentum to it that, that a lot of, I, I just like, when I really think about it, like a lot of the games that I love have that, like even like Celeste or super meat boy or some of the, or even, even super Mario world or Mario three, like that. Yeah. It's not like this like stiff platforming. It's like, you can feel the momentum and the gravity and like uh I, I can't remember what we were i think we were talking about at least for me how it didn't really quite work in sonic um it i, I don't know there's just something about that like you're like a little bit unhinged you know like you're oh, never yeah. in full control of this gorilla you're kind of you're a little bit it's like your your back end will kind of slide out from behind you or something it's like I, but something about that feels really satisfying to like yeah. kind of weave and just barely cut around corners and I don't know. I just, I, I really just, I, I, I know I'm just saying how much name. I yeah, like this game. It does. Yeah. Yeah. All the momentum there. And I, I found myself as it got more and more difficult, which this is a difficult game in my experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but as it got more and more difficult, I found myself avoiding conflict and kind of cutting corners to make sure that they couldn't just train their shotgun or whatever on me the whole time. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'd say my initial instinct when I was getting started with this was to just kill everybody but mm-hmm. then it was just like oh i can outrun yep. all of these guys yep. so might as well just play it safe and just get away from them yeah yep. know when you can like okay it's easier to cut this corner than it is to take out these four guys in this room right you know, and just leave them behind but it is like still hard to make those decisions because once someone sees you you have about a second and a half yeah to yeah get to them or get out of the way or else you're taking a hit. Yeah. Yep. And again, you only take three hits and, and I really like how they design like the, the health mechanic, basically just like you have a little bit of blood dripping after you've taken one hit, a little bit more. That's like pretty obviously more, you know, once you've taken two and then, you know, on the third hit, you're done. Yeah. I, th- I think the only time it's been kind of unclear is when you've got the guys with the flamethrowers. Yeah. Just like how, have I how much damage have I taken? Like, yeah, it kind of covers up. And once you take some if you take a hit from the flamethrower, you kind of stay lit on fire for yeah. a while. And it's yeah. like it only takes it's only one hit, but you're just kind of like you can't tell if you're taking more damage. It's a, it's a then, little bit. But then that also adds like a new element, too, because enemies will run away from you if you're coming at them. Yeah, I think I've been killed by a, like a one shot explosive as well for what that's worth. Yeah, okay. I, I just recently came across some enemies with bazookas. So oh, oh, yeah. that was <laughs> that was when yeah, I turned it off. I was like, time to take a time to take a break. Um, I was, but yeah, I was playing last night and and played for probably an hour, hour and a half, and nice. was just like saving clip after clip of just like narrowly beating these levels and just like oh, like again like that. I think one of either one one of the two you mentioned just like that pulse quickening. Just like, yeah, my heart was just like thumping and it's that just like every time you die, it's just like motherfucker. <laughs> you know, it's just like you want to snap your controller. But when you beat it, you're just like, yes, I, I just like this game really gives me like those just feelings that I just like l- the best feelings I love about playing video games. Yeah. I have. I've really been enjoying this one. I've said that like six times now, but <laughs> just shows how emphatically you feel about it. Yeah. The only thing I will say is it's 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 a teach probably too violent for my usual tastes. Like I can I can deal with it, but <laughs> it, it can get a bit gruesome at moments. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if there was just like a little bit less blood splatter. Yeah. So it was really the only thing that again, and it's you know it's abstract enough to where it's 
Right. It's not in your face in that regard, but I but I know what you mean. But it's visceral, though. It's like a visceral violence, which makes sense. I mean, you're an ape. That's yeah. It at least feels better that you're an ape. Yeah. Yeah. It would feel much worse (laughs) if you're playing as a human. Yeah. And and a lot of people have have compared this game to Hotline Miami. Yeah. um, Which is not it's not wrong. But it, it's I feel like it's a little bit unfair because I feel like this this game is bringing a lot more to the table than just being it's Hotline Miami, except you're playing as a gorilla. You know, it's I, I do think it's adding like even just that like grappling mechanic yeah. of grabbing enemies. It, it just is doing so much with that alone that it's it's feels like it's writing it off a little bit to just call it like a clone of that game. Right. Well, I mean, like the fact that, you know, ranged attack is barely a thing you have in this game whereas right. with hotline miami you you just get a gun and you have it and yeah you can approach the level completely differently yeah due to that's that. a good point yeah and and those games are based around oh you have to clear the whole level and that's the objective oh, i didn't know that is, yeah whereas this is you have to you know get the fuck out yep just okay. get out interesting get to the i green. don't remember that from hotline miami having to clear the whole room interesting i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure it, it has been it's been a years, long time yeah i haven't so played I could be, it since be talking like playstation my ass 3 <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well does anybody else have anything to add about ape out or can we wrap it up there or? i mean i've uh i'll just say i beat this and you know each album um as you were saying they take like 20 to 30 minutes i found yeah, uh, the yeah. first so one like, was a, even a little shorter. I think the first one only took me about 10 or 12. There you go. And then after that, about 20, 30. So yeah, it only takes like a couple hours to beat this game. Um, and I was like, okay, let's go. Hard mode. <laughs> um, and there's a hard mode for every album? or Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's cool. And there's also um, arcade mode for every uh, album, too. Have you tried so, that out? What's, what's that about? So with that, um, so you start at the beginning of an album and you're trying to go as far as you can through the entire album and you rack up points based on how many enemies you've killed, Ah. how quickly you've hit each checkpoint and how much damage you have taken by the time you reach those checkpoints. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I just wrote it off as being like a mode that was just going to be like, permadeath you know you you have to beat the whole album without dying once you know i mean in a sense that's what you're trying to do but i like that there's like another layer of like a scoring system on top right that's cool and another like cool visual thing that they did you know relating to those blood splatters that you guys hate (laughs) um when you kill an enemy (laughs) um it killing an enemy in their blood splatter you will see what your current points are at okay like it'll 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 be like blood is everywhere surrounding those numbers so it's like kind of like negative space okay this is what randy wants to get rewarded for all that blood (laughs) that he's splattering away that's right (laughs) fulfill my blood lust yeah Oh man, the uh, uh, the the hard mode is also like pretty. I mean, obviously intense. Yeah, what's what's so. different about that? With so the the layouts of the the levels themselves, like you know the walls and everything, like those that's the same. Um, but there's a lot more enemies, and they introduce a lot of the uh, harder enemies earlier on. Uh, like okay. in the first album, there were guys with flamethrowers. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> But this this game is procedurally generated, right? Yes. The levels, okay, because that's one thing we forgot to mention too, oh, and I yeah. think that's another thing that that really lends to the 
Well, number one, it's a rare for a game to use procedural generation, at least to my knowledge, but that isn't a roguelike. So but it but it really uses that to great effect because it, it, you can't. Yeah, it, it's the same general layout of each map or of right. each album or of each track on the album or whatever. Um, but it just it, it keeps you on your toes at all times. You can't just say, I'm going to go this way. You have to kind of wing it right, every time. Right. And that that is part of what makes this game experience so yeah, great. It would have to be that way, like yeah. doing it, memorizing it. It would be it would, just a really shallow right know, experience. You just get, once you memorize it, that's the game. Where like you can, I feel like I can keep playing this game, especially with that added hard mode and arcade mode. If I really feel compelled to like, man, I'm I'm feeling like I'm really mastering these mechanics. I want to see how far. Do you know if there's like leaderboards or anything like that? Or none that I've noticed. I, okay. Yeah, I I don't think there's I don't any, think there are either. I didn't yeah. notice any online feature for the game or anything, so that but. does remind the level talking about the levels in general does remind me that uh I, I thought it was a cool touch when you die that it shows you your path kind of through that area and you know how far you were or how close you were to getting to that that next green door to go on to the next track. Yeah, it can be heartbreaking. You're just oh, like, yeah. oh my god, I was right <laughs> at the last second. Oh yes, um, that happens a lot. Tons. Yeah, yeah. but man, I'm I'm really looking forward to this being a game that I, 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 I probably, if I'm able to conquer it, I I probably will move on to hard mode and and try to check that out, and then and then probably dabble in a little arcade mode. I'm not going to try to beat the whole game without dying on each level or anything, but. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I definitely plan on checking out hard mode and, and maybe trying to even tackle that. It feels like the type of game that wouldn't be it, that, that they could have cool sequel ideas for to add just like one or two elements to, to really change it up for for a potential sequel sake. I'd be excited for that. Be excited for the new songs like uh, the soundtrack. No is doubt. Like anything I'd ever heard in a video game. No doubt. Yeah. It's got a little bit of that Birdman vibe. If you yep, ever saw I had yep. yeah. <laughs> same um, thought. And uh, yeah, and I and and if even if not a sequel, I'd definitely be just curious to see what this uh, Gabe Cazillo or Cazillo this Gabe guy definitely definitely curious to see what he comes up with next. So yep. All right, well, uh, well, moving on from there, uh, who wants to go next? Uh, we've all played a, a couple of other games this week. So anybody feeling overly compelled? I'll go. <laughs> EJ is compelled. I've only, I've only, uh, the power of Christ compels. I know. <laughs> I, uh, I've only really played one other game this week. Um, surprise. It's, uh, one of those PS plus free games. Um, I think it was, uh, maybe a few months back, uh, this game called on rush, uh, by, uh, developed by Codemasters. Uh, it was out on PS Plus for free. Um, and it's like a hard to describe. Like some call it like an arcade racing game. Some call it like a like a combat game. Like I'll basically what you're doing is you're playing six on six, and there are four different game modes. There's countdown where uh, each team has like a clock that starts at 30 seconds and it's constantly counting down and you have to drive through these gates to keep adding time to your team's clock um so it's trying to you know see who can maintain their clock the longest so like old school like arcade racers basically where you're just trying to 
make it to the checkpoint in time. Or? Right. And okay. that that's the I'm most down with that. Yeah, that that mode is the one that's most akin to racing. Um, the others focus on the aspect of the game where you can just slam into other cars and make them <laughs> crash. And, and that plays a, uh, a, a role in countdown. You know, an easy way to make someone miss the gate is to kill them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that stands to reason, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, uh, there's one mode called uh, Switch where uh you everyone has like three lives i guess and uh you start out as in the weakest vehicles like so a couple motorcycles and as you're you know doing laps around the course you're trying to take out other people's lives make them crash and when someone crashes and loses a life they then respawn as the next heavier group of cars um so how many different vehicle types are there in the game there are eight different vehicles and for this mode called switch there's like four different tiers okay so you start out with the two weakest bikes then you move up to the the cars that are the weakest but stronger than the bikes then the next tier of two cars and then if you lose your last life then for the rest of the game, you're just in these huge buggies and like your role is just then to try to make the other team lose the rest of their lives <laughs> while whoever's left on your team that has lives, you like you want to make sure they don't die. Okay. Uh, That's kind of cool though. That it keeps you in the game. You yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. Um, a couple other modes, like a, a big part of this game is the fact that um, there are also NPC uh vehicles doing laps around the course with you guys too and the reason that they are there is because by you know crashing into them or making your opponents crash uh or just by landing a huge jump you build up boost which you can spend to you know go faster uh which you know helps you then take out enemies more easily right um and the more you boost, you build up this rush meter. Um, and once that's completely full, uh, you get to go into like super overdrive mode for like 10 seconds where it's just you're really fast. Like basically anything you run into is going to die. Like, OK, there there's some, you know, different effects that different cars can have. Like some will, you know, leave by like a fiery trail behind them when they do that or something like that. There are little differences between the cars and how they, you know, use their rush and boosting abilities. That's cool. Okay. Um, You're speaking my language. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm also like you, like not typically a huge racing game fan, like, like I'm here and there, but like, it, this sounds like it's definitely throwing some interesting elements. Are you playing online with other yeah, people? Or are you they, just playing with computers? They do or? have an offline mode, but like it is, you know, focused on multiplayer really getting you ready to do multiplayer it's yeah it's okay. focused on the multiplayer experience okay. i i i i don't know for me it's been uh it's almost like picking up the game to play rocket league like just something i want to pick up and play for maybe an hour or so yes um, just play a bunch of matches that's what it sounds like to me too is like yeah just like oh, i got an hour to kill or whatever and like i just want to throw a podcast on and and play something oh, yeah. like not necessarily mindless because it actually sounds like there's some like cool strategies or some cool pretty engaging yeah yeah 
um oh man i got i got derailed i was i was explaining uh overdrive <laughs> that mode i'm sorry everybody no um, i'm sorry for interrupting no 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 you're good um so with overdrive uh the focus is on having your team use the most boost um and like spending a certain amount of boost gives your team a certain amount of points and if you the longer you are continually using boost like the more it racks up like it puts on like a multiplier if you've been holding it for this long and this long uh so it's you gotta you gotta time out like when you're gonna start to burn your boost off like because you want to make sure you have enough stored up already so that you can like earn those multipliers and then the last one is uh lockdown which is kind of a king of the hill type game mode where there's this kind of like zone that's highlighted that is moving along with the cars throughout the laps and your team wants to have uh get into that zone and have the majority uh claim on it for uh five consecutive seconds uh and that'll like give you guys a point and i think it's like best of or like first team to get six captures or something like that and so it's another way in which you know the 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 aggression becomes a huge factor in this game because just a bunch of cars trying to get into this small zone and hold on to it for a decent amount of time yeah five seconds of like how many cars have to be in the zone yeah, to it's gotta capture just, it, it just has to be the majority like you would just have to have the majority so if, if so if, if you were the only car in it you could capture on your team it. and no one else was in okay right gotcha but once but once I another you meant the majority of your team oh, like no, if no, there's no. eight people you gotta have five people in there like that was like that's crazy depending on how fast it's moving and stuff no but you could have like Two of your team and one of the other team, and you would still you be just have to uh, it. you have your team has to be so the like, majority. That's so like there. in most like first person shooter capture the flag as long as you have the more more players in the zone, it like is ticking up. Okay, right. That's cool though. That that's a and it, but you just and you said you just have to capture it for or hold it for five seconds, and then you get the you get a point, just like a solitary yeah, point. You get a point, and then a new zone will appear and. It's yeah, it's first to six captures. I'm pretty sure. Maybe maybe the point requirements differ slightly um, level based to on level. the track or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, that's cool though. That this game sounds pretty fun. I know oh, I, yeah. I I I tend to keep up with the PlayStation Plus stuff, so I know I have it on my PlayStation Four somewhere. So yeah, I'm yeah. bummed. I don't think I off. grabbed this, but this this sounds like right up my alley. I'm gonna have to check this out. And is it's just like traditional like 3D racer you know like is there anything notable about the style or the graphics or the i mean vibe of the game or is it just pretty is it realistic is it kind of futuristic is it a realistic setting um i i mean i'd say it's like your standard racing game graphics i guess yeah Um, like nothing noteworthy of like mm, oh it's like neon or it's like this or it's uh no not not so much more dead space <laughs> more dead air dead space extraction um, <laughs> have to, i'll have to extract that dead space i want to play that game too Man, well, uh, yeah is yeah. that a wii is that a wii game yeah Ooh. <laughs> it's more like an on rails oh that's that's gonna completely derail us no i won't go that's there. okay whatever no i was uh, yeah it's like an on rail like arcade shooter it's like a, yeah it is yeah. yeah that's why i bought it 
back in the yeah. day. Light gun, light gun shooter. Yeah, I think I have it too. So we could we could do that next week. Oh, we <laughs> light gun shooters. Don't, don't get yeah. me going on those. I love those <laughs> games, man. They are a good time. They are a good time. But yeah. but yeah, back me, to uh, yeah. Let me try to <laughs> get us on back on track. <laughs> a nice nice place for us to edit this back. In. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, like I've in general, I'd say I've you know put a good amount of hours into this. Definitely burned through a good amount of podcast episodes playing this game, and you now just I don't know. It's a great time killing game. Something to be said for that. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of time what I'm looking for to be honest. Like this week, I've like ape out. I, I felt like I was like okay, I got to really dedicate time to this because I like you said, I really want to soak in this soundtrack and like just the overall. As soon as I open, like played through that opening sequence, it was like this is going to be an experience. I can't just play a podcast while I'm playing this game. So right, um, you know, it was like a little more. I was I was looking for something to kind of play on the side. That I could just kind of like a Rocket League type game. So it's cool to have a few other things to throw into the mix. So I'm definitely going to look into this one. Yeah. I mean, at times I will delete Rocket League if I get concerned I'm playing too much of it. <laughs> and then this this becomes the obvious uh, backup. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Still definitely. get your fix from this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how's, how's, how does it feel like how's the sense of speed feel? Because that's definitely something in a racing game that... If it's not done right, if you don't feel like you're going fast, I mean, it has a hard I have a hard time having a good time. There's there's a ton of like you get boost a lot during the game. So you're constant like you're pretty often you're boosting and that gives you like a huge sense of speed. And then once you go into like that rush mode, that like ultimate mode, once you've built up enough boost, then it's. It's like you really got to like you're so dangerous, but you got to also make sure like, oh, I better not crash this. Like, yeah. So so there is like it 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 is fast, almost to a fault, like almost to where you're like out of control. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Take a look at this one, Kevin. (laughs) You too, Randall. I know I might just straight up buy this game. Well, uh, well, I've got a couple, and I actually played another game with DJ, so I'll table that for a little bit later, but I'm going to dive into one real quick before we uh, toss the ball your way, Randall, if that's Sounds okay. Sounds good. Yeah, go for it. Um, but, uh, but I played a little bit of Freedom Planet, which uh, sort of in response to uh, what we played last week, which was Sonic Mania, um, I know so- I, Freedom Planet came out, ah, uh, man, I don't, I, it's, it's a little bit older of a game. I, I, I know when it came to Switch, I was super pumped, uh, cause I had never picked it up and was like, oh, I kind of forgot about this game, but it's a, at least a few years old at this point, but it was sort of like a spiritual successor to Sonic before 2014, Sonic Mania. 2014. Thanks. Yep. Um, and this is from, uh, Galaxy Trail Games and, uh, they just kind of, uh, from what I understand, it was just kind of like, Hey, they the sonic team can't seem to figure it out so we're just going to make our own sonic game um but but there's a little more to it than that or at least for everything every or all i shouldn't say all but a lot of the things that didn't work for me in most sonic games including sonic mania even though that did clean up some of the rough edges for me um but just having like an actual dedicated attack button in this game and uh and being able to do kind of like a double jump and in you can do like an uppercut when you're standing on the ground you can do like a dive kick or like a like you know a standing kind of diagonal drop kick in midair nice um just adding all those uh moves to the move setter to your repertoire you're just 
you're just able to actually run through these levels at like top speed and they they really do a good job of like the bumpers you hit and i mean it is like straight up ripping off sonic like you're hitting these springs that shoot you in the direction but like they're they're laid out in a way that really feels like i i really felt like i was just running like speed running through the levels even on my first playthrough um where sonic i just i i never get that feeling with those games so i i've only played the first two levels of uh freedom planet and uh there's three different characters i've only played as lilac uh which is or it's lila or lilac i I think it's lilac i think that's right yeah um she is uh, a purple character so uh, a lilac character so yep that would stand to reason but uh (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah i i would imagine all the other characters have a slightly different move set it looked like one of them was uh locked off at the beginning but but yeah just all all that added to it and like the again just that not to steal your word uh randall but it just had that kinetic flow to i i was just in a really good rhythm and and just was what i, I honestly will probably never play sonic mania again after playing this game like there's just Dang. there's just no reason this is this game blows any sonic game i've ever played out of the water and again this is coming from somebody <laughs> who's not a fan of sonic games but right this is this is trying to do what sonic does or or at least take the things that at least on the surface seem interesting to me about sonic and uh and it's actually succeeding at a lot of those things and the and the boss battles uh, i just finished up like right when dj got here i was finishing up uh the second uh level boss battle and it was like intense like i would and it and and just you know you have a health bar you don't have ring the stupid ring health system it's it, it just everything that I didn't like about Sonic and not, again, not to hyperbolize, but almost everything that I didn't like about Sonic Mania, this game filled those voids and, and polished off those edges. It helped the momentum feels a little bit better. If you get moving at a quicker speed, a lot quicker, um, you know, your zero to 60 is a lot quicker. Um, and yeah, I, I just think this game puts just outclasses every Sonic game that's ever been made, even just after playing two levels. Um, I can't say that it stands up throughout the whole game, but I'm looking forward to playing some more of this game. Nice. Um, I like the style of this you, game, too. It's visually yeah, and it, and it, cool. Yeah, and it really has like a, a Genesis or maybe, yeah. may, you know, slightly beyond that maybe, but but it really has that kind of Sega, you know, 16, 32-bit yep. era style to it. So Yeah, I'd say um, this, you, this would be firmly like a Saturn type of game pretty easily, plus widescreen. It's, it's a pretty game. Yeah, and it's and it's uh, I believe they're working on a sequel as well, if I'm not I think mistaken. you're right. So yeah, I'm I'm really now that I've actually finally played this game, I'm I'm kind of mad that I've slept on it for so long. And you, and you also also forgot to mention that you have like a when you hit the R trigger, you you get like a super speed dashing and at least with the lilac character, like where you like you kind of ball up for a second and just like dash and you have a meter that's just constantly charging for you to do your double jump or your uppercut. Um, and it charges pretty quickly. So you can do this dash relatively frequently, but you can do it midair. You can like, while you're jumping, you can do it at like an upward diagonal angle and like bounce off the walls and like go up these tiny tight corridors Ah. to get to secret areas. It's, it, it just, it really lets you actually explore the map and like feel good about moving around again. You know, I, I know people love the Sonic game, so I'm not just sitting here trying to bash on those games, but, um, but I just, for me, it's doing what Sonic does, but it just feels better to play. So I, I don't know what else to say about it other than I'm really uh, enjoying my time and I'm uh, looking forward to getting deeper uh, since I've just uh, 
seemingly scratch the surface. And one nice thing is I think there is like a pretty extensive amount of like cutscenes and whatnot in this game. Um, yeah. But you can pick either adventure mode, which includes all that, or classic or either arcade or whatever they call it mode, which is literally just the levels of the game and nothing else. Love it. So <laughs> I am playing on classic mode. Nice. Uh, although you do get to see uh, the king's head get chopped off in the opening cutscene, which is kind of cool. Wow. While his son, well, well, his son watches. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and it's all voice acted, which is a little off putting. So, yeah, I just kind of was like, you know. The, the voice acting wasn't terrible and it really they're going for like that all in like kind of 80s vibe but i 80s yeah, it's like arcade vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it's yeah it's they're going for something for sure but i was just like i'm just not i just want to play the game so i'm just playing the classic mode but have, have either of you uh, dj i know you watched me play a tiny bit and i think you you played yeah, the first you, level yeah you let me play yeah that first level and you i know, forgot I, about that i agree with everything you've said do you know what the public reception to this game has kind of been like do you do you think they're you know pro this against sonic games or i guess i've never heard any or heard or read any like direct comparisons between two other other than i just knew it was supposed to be like a you know a spiritual successor to it but uh but it it does seem to be a game that's just kind of been forgotten even though it was like i think it was a kickstarter game if i'm not mistaken um you know it, it you know got its funding goal and everything and uh I, I could be wrong about that but it was definitely a game that was like on the radar people were hyped up about it before it came out but it just seems like it kind of came and went and maybe that's just the nature of there's just so many indie yeah. games coming out i now. mean that's a shame because can't keep i up. really liked it yeah if, yeah it's sonic games were like this i play i play them that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna have a maybe a second lease on life here besides a potential sequel it just got announced today actually that there's gonna be a physical release so that'll put a spotlight oh, cool. back on it when the time comes yeah there's definitely uh it seems to be like uh do you know who's putting it out limited run okay i was just gonna say yeah it seems like a few of those like uh publishers that are putting out physical copies of games have like their kind of just fan bases that or just say, you know, they have their ear to the ground to see whatever they're putting out. So, oh, yeah, um, could could shed some new light on that game. So there'll be I don't audience. have too much. El- <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have too much else to say about the game. But uh, again, I've only played the first two levels, which are kind of broken up into I, I would imagine maybe in the full mode. There's like little cutscenes in between each or something, but it's broken up into kind of three or four different acts, you know, a la Sonic zones and acts and all that. Um, but they're a little bit longer than that. Each level was like 10 to 20 minutes, kind of like ape out, um, at least in the first two. But, uh, but yeah, just having a blast playing this game and looking forward to getting back to it. So if I anything else new comes to light, I'll, or if I play as any of the other characters or anything, maybe I'll touch up on this one in the in the future here. But uh, but Randall, since we've been uh, hogging the mics over here, why don't you uh, talk about what else you've been playing? Unless you had anything to add, because I know you've played a little on the Wii U as well. So the first thing I've got to add uh, is to reiterate that Sonic Mania is good. Uh, having said that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I did play Freedom Planet a little bit on Wii U when it came out, but that's, I mean, that was years and years ago. Uh, so I, I'm kind of, you you talking it up and, and gushing over it, and having just recently played through Sonic Mania again, has me really curious to, to fire up Freedom Planet and uh, and, and see what that was like again. I, I think like you, I, I had picked classic mode because uh, I wasn't that interested in any of the cutscene stuff, but I feel like I had only made it a few levels in before something new and shiny came out that distracted me again. So yeah, I'd like to check it out. 
Yeah, that's always the ordeal. Yeah, <laughs> it's always something it? new to play. Uh huh. So, Even on yeah, Wii U. That <laughs> 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 uh, DJ's still waiting for that shovel knight uh, final <laughs> final package. It's so uh, treasure the trove. One thing that's keeping me from selling my Wii U. <laughs> I, just, I refuse to rebuy shovel knight. Well, really, shovel knight's so good. Just give more money. Uh, Yacht Club Games is great. I, sh- I should. They give I you so much like free them. content. Come on. Yeah, they are. They are great. But I'm a miser. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well. Uh, well. Anyways. Yeah. Randall. Uh, Randall. Why don't you talk about uh, some other stuff you've been playing this week? Miser J. So uh, <laughs> the other thing that I put some time into was There's the no uh, fun there. <laughs> <laughs> You can just say J at the end of anything, and it's automatically a Miserlini. <laughs> yeah, that's true. DJ My- uh, Miserlini could totally work uh, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the other thing that I put some time into actually beat this game, uh, Battle Circuit, which is uh, uh, 1997 beat 'em up from Capcom that was part of the Capcom beat 'em up bundle uh, that got released last year on I think all. Uh, current generation platforms, but I was playing it with Tina, my wife, on Switch. Um, and this is a game that had never been released before on on any of the consoles that were available at the time, which is kind of kind of sad. But that happened a lot during those days in the mid '90s for whatever reason. Uh, companies like Capcom and Konami would make these incredible uh, arcade beat 'em ups uh, like this, or like Alien vs Predator. Or, there's a bunch yeah, of games game like that. So sweet, I know Alien it's amazing. Versus Predator looks so sweet, so good, right? Yeah. And there's there's a bunch of them like that. Even uh, Sega, there was like a Golden Axe game, uh, Revenge of the Battle Adder, I think it's called. It's it's amazing. It's the best Golden Axe game, but they didn't release it on Saturn for whatever reason. But yeah, it, it just happened a lot during these like mid '90s days. Maybe there's just too many games. I don't know, but uh battle circuit kind of got lost in the mix and it's it's sad that it was because it's a lot of fun um the graphics are great they kind of have that 32-bit style to it there's five different characters that all feel distinct um tina and i settled on a couple of characters uh one's called cyber blue and one's called yellow iris uh yellow iris has this little kind of squirrel fox following around that helps her do special moves but uh, these characters kind of reminded us the most of uh, Axel and Blaze from Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage 2. Uh, okay. So, and the we love Streets of Rage, specifically Streets of Rage 2. Uh, oh, it's, yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Endlessly replayable. And uh, getting some of those vibes, obviously, things like the soundtrack were not nearly as good as they are in Streets of Rage. Uh, but uh, the, the, the way the gameplay flowed just kind of had that feel to it um it's a four-player arcade game uh, it's got online capabilities which is awesome uh something they didn't have to do but they did is that uh, throughout that i'm assuming that's throughout the whole beat up bundle like any yep. of the games any cool. of the uh the i believe it's seven yeah seven different uh games in that bundle all of them have online play and it includes things like final fight and uh knights of the round um king of dragons uh really good beat up games most of which came out on kind of like super nintendo saturn playstation era um 
but yeah, uh, battle circuits, uh, the characters, otherwise there's, there's kind of like off the wall things like, uh, a lady that rides an ostrich, another character that's like an alien. And like I said, they all feel distinct, different gameplay abilities. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a beat up. You know what you're getting into. You can beat this thing in, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, but it's something you play with, you know, got a few beers and just kind of mindlessly having fun, just playing through the stages. Uh, the thing that makes this distinct besides how good it looks is uh, you're, you're picking up these coins uh, as you're going through the stage, which then you can use between stages to upgrade your uh, different attack abilities, uh, which is kind of a, a unique thing in that space. You don't see a lot of abilities usually uh, that you can upgrade in, in most of these type of beat-em-up games. So I thought that was interesting. I mean, it, it doesn't change that much. You, you, you're you just trying to find different ways to to beat on these samey characters, but <laughs> it's fun. What's up? What's like the, what's the theme of the game? Like what's the setting or, you know, is it, is it similar to Streets of Rage 2 where you're just kind of all over the place? uh or are you like i I don't know you know what i mean what 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 kind of characters are you playing as or yeah so there's a lot of like uh like uh like alien motif stuff uh different weird creatures that you're beating up on that look like i don't know like raptor type of characters with armor on them and like just a lot of different uh bizarre kind of japanese type of <laughs> things out of left field that yeah you know oh that's not me so that's the enemy so let's beat on it and coins will pop out and then we'll keep the screen moving <laughs> you, know, <it's> just, <laughs> yeah, you know what you're getting just into go. just get just get the go arrow to pop up and then you, you got go. it <laughs> <laughs> okay cool i was just i i haven't i've never heard of this game before so i was just kind of curious if it was like oh is it a medieval setting or is it a you know yeah wild west or whatever no mostly mostly space slash kind of like i guess modern backdrops but everything's so bizarre that that's not necessarily even the focus Um, yeah but yeah it's it's a lot of fun it's well crafted and it's unfortunate that it didn't get a home release because i think if it did people would be talking about it in the same vein that they talk about some of those other big beat-em-ups like final fight and streets of rage yeah yeah, there's definitely I, I've never really found a rhyme or a reason as to which games catch on and which, I, you know, obviously stuff like Turtles in Time, or yeah. the X-Men or Simpsons. Yeah. You know, those are obviously going to catch on just because of the, you know, the franchises that are attached to them. But uh, but I always have found that interesting is like these Knights of the Round. Like, why does that game catch on as opposed to, you know. Something like this battle circuits. So, yep. I think that's a major reason why, because kids could get their hand on that cartridge and they couldn't for Battle Circuit. Yeah. But now they, they have the opportunity to correct that. And it's just cool that Capcom was willing to go in their their back catalog to put together a kind of pretty sprawling uh, collection with this for, I think, 20 bucks or whatever it costs. I yeah. Instead of it. just slapping together the same old, you know, how many times have they released, you know, even back to like the PlayStation two and even probably the PlayStation one. Yeah. But I definitely had a bunch of Capcom arcade collections oh, on yeah. the PlayStation two. And it's, a, you know, it's just, it, it's cool to see them digging out some stuff that they haven't put out yet. So, yep. Yeah. If you, if you have the, the wherewithal, the knack to, to get into something that's a little bit weirder, a little bit more bizarre, uh, but just generally a, just a fun turn your brain off beat em up i'd recommend it 
Yeah, and the online is great because I don't think that's anything that's been featured in any of those previous Capcom uh, collections. So that's a, that's an awesome feature. So. Totally, and and definitely something that takes a little bit more effort to to work properly. So I, I always appreciate that as an option. Yeah. Well, uh, DJ and I had one more game that we were going to talk about this week. Uh, we played a little bit of uh, The Swords of Ditto, uh, Mormo's Curse, which is the new subtitle to the game. Uh, they just added a recent pretty big update, um, I guess, when the game came out. It's kind of like a top-down, not roguelike per se, but it has like a permadeath, especially when it first came out. I think it only had a permadeath. Uh, that was the only way to play, um, and there was a lot of backlash against that. Um, hmm. just being that it was too difficult or just not well balanced. I, I don't remember the whole ins and outs, but I heard that there was this new update. Um, and I think it was on sale, like right when it was coming to the switch, that was when they were also releasing this new update across all platforms. Uh, cause it was pre- previously available on PS4, Steam, Xbox and all that. Um, but it seemed, you know, it tweaked the balancing and added in like kind of like a regular mode. It still has the permadeath mode if you want to go that route, but it's kind of like a top down comic booky cartoony styles you know zelda game i guess okay um and that does offer two-player co-op and it's not oh, a roguelike nice. i think what like i said uh but everything is like randomly shuffled around each time kind of why again why not wouldn't this, it be considered a roguelike i don't know it's it doesn't have that i don't know i guess i haven't played it enough that's, to really but it doesn't true. have that same feeling of like going back to the hub world and like having like your your upgrading items you are kind of but i i, I guess i haven't really fully gra- we haven't played enough for me to grasp yeah like I mean, how we're, the we're mechanics are it, working so. <laughs> i don't know i i don't feel like i have any grasp on how the mechanics are working um in in regards to the overall gameplay or- yeah um i don't have any idea so um but it but it definitely that, you know, you unlock different characters that you can play as that have slightly different mechanics and you get different stickers that you can attach to either your sword or your your body or your armor or your head that give you different upgrades, you know, extra damage during the day or extra damage during the night. That's kind of cool. Um, I don't know. There's all kinds of different items and weapons and and reveal where these dungeons are on the map or something like that. Yeah, and and again, I, I didn't quite finish that thought, but like everything is shuffled around each time you play. So like the I think it's the same set of general locations, but they're just all shuffled around differently each time you play. Um, yeah. And you, I think from what I've read, you have three days to uh, you're trying to defeat Mormo, which is this like witch of some kind. And uh, she will continuously level up as you play, as you do as well. So every time you level up, it'll show what level you're at and what level Mormo is at. Um, and you're and you have three days to just kind of like try to. You can like I think they call them anchors or something like that, but you can you can basically go to all these other dungeons and try to defeat these dungeons to then weaken Mormo for when you battle her later um at the end of the three day cycle so i again i haven't really fully grokked what is going on in the game per se but uh but i'm definitely having fun like watching some trailers the the hack and slash and combat mechanics look kind of sluggish a little bit slow um but but when you're playing it it definitely feels nice and there's a bunch of different like we mentioned different there's like a bowling ball that just like steamrolls enemies and and a vinyl record that you throw that's kind of like a boomerang and bounces off walls and yeah, bombs and mines and all those uh, cool. yeah all the, all the items are called toys yeah toys yeah 
Go ahead. And yeah, you have to you have like a toy power meter and stuff like that. But yeah, the, and the game's just super, almost to a fault, super cute. Um, you know, everything is like they're they're almost trying a little bit too hard, but it's definitely well intentioned. They're 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 a little too heavy on the dialogue. I'd yeah, say. especially yeah. You have like this helper Navi esque character named Puku, but worse. Uh, but oh yeah, if you thought Navi was bad, <laughs> oh no, this Puku every every and it's and you know sometimes it'll be to pop up to like give you a pointer about oh this is gonna be this or but sometimes it's just like oh that just happened and then he just goes away. It's like what the hell was that? It just yeah, it does. Especially honestly, that's probably one of the few things that's making me. That's making it not feel like a roguelike to me because I'm not just diving right back in and just getting right back at it. It's like I have to I feel like I have to soak something else in. Um, And I don't know. I don't Again, we've only played multiplayer. I've not played it all on my own. So I don't know if it would have been because we just kind of dove right in playing the first time uh, together. And we were just kind of like, yeah, just winging it, skipping through dialogue and and breezing through because we just wanted to get to the co-op part of the game right and get through the tutorial so maybe that wasn't the best <laughs> the best plan to first starting the game but uh but yeah regardless of still being kind of not 100 percent sure what's going on we're dj and i are probably a couple hours into a playthrough and like hacking our way through we've cleared i think two of the four or five dungeons that there are yeah. and you know a good chunk of the map so i we're at, we a pretty solid run even despite not, you know at least for me i, I don't want to speak for you dj but I, I feel like i'm a little not lost but i i do feel like i'm a little clueless because i don't want to read all the all the text yeah i mean i i feel like there is a lot that we are maybe missing but at the same time i think it's not going to stop us from beating the game yeah if that makes sense like, <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know like there's there's probably better ways we could be going about things but i don't know we're like a more structured way to go about (laughs) it but yeah we're just kind of winging it and yeah don't seem to be hitting too many snags but yeah you got to pick up different health items or different you know it's like almost it looks like a coffee or something that recharges your like toy power juice and the, the game's got a great soundtrack um really there's like a bunch of uh kazoo work in the soundtrack which is pretty cool it's like it's just like really upbeat chipper um i'm trying to think of a good comparison for the art style but i I can't really think of one but it's just like really cartoony and comic book like kind of like adventure time-esque or something not not quite as like adventure time has some elements of it that are kind of like gross gross out looking or something like that (laughs) uh this is definitely just like like steven universe yeah more yeah more like steven universe just really bright really colorful really you know coloring book comic book just just a really cool game i've definitely been enjoying it and and curious to dig more into it and especially with this like permadeath mode like i I was mentioning to dj i could definitely see myself going back to this one like especially if i've beaten it or or if i just kind of feel like i have my head kind of wrapped around it just like we actually know what's going on (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. that that helps like like throw it on permadeath mode and like put on some podcasts once i you know even though i do like the music and i like the tone and the vibe of the game um you know once i kind of feel like i've soaked that in it seems like it'd be the perfect game to just like i mean i can play this be engaged it's not quite as mindless as something like rocket league but it's not necessarily as competitive as something as rocket league you know i can i can kick back and play this even though it is still pretty tough so and to be fair like i 
us not knowing what's going on i don't think is really the game's fault I that's think. more us yeah just yeah. breezing through we don't like to read when we're playing <laughs> our games okay well especially when co-op you know you just want to like or dive when in i'm and not start playing, playing my games i mean i i i i i feel like i can typically tell when it's like okay this is important to read and this is something that's just like a tertiary character telling me some lore that I couldn't care less about, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, but this game, it's like, I can, because I don't know how much of it is a roguelike and how much of it is, how, how invested should I be in this run of this game? Or, or should, do I, should I just know that I'm going to die this time around? You know, and that, that's a little bit of a disconnect because I, I, I feel like we gave the opening tutorial itself a pretty fair shake and like, don't really feel like I got a good grasp on what is at stake in a run. You know, what, yeah. what do you get to keep your money? Do you get to keep your yeah. weapons and items? I, I, I didn't feel like that was explained very well. Yeah. Maybe How we does skipped one over run it, but impact another run? Like that right. is unclear. Hmm. Right. And there is sort of like a hub world setup sort of thing, not hub world, but like a, you know, you start, you spawn in the graveyard every time, like every, every time you play, it's a hundred years after the previous. So like the town, that's kind of explains why the town's all different or why the world's all different. So. Um, yeah, it's def- definitely a cool game and definitely one I'm looking forward to going back uh, to playing some more, uh, both single player and multiplayer. But And they handle the multiplayer really well. I mean, like I like how we have shared inventory, yeah. like uh, shared experience, shared gold. Um, I, I like that aspect. Like it's, you know, you're not fighting over items. It feels like truly cooperative. It doesn't feel That's like cool. you're like, oh, man, we got this cool new item. OK, who gets to use it? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, sweet. We both get to have extra damage during the daytime now. Right. You know, it's it, it definitely I do like that as well. The the one thing I think they maybe dropped the ball a little bit on was the uh, co-op aspect in the dungeons. Because um, we were doing one of the dungeons earlier and they were like, oh, it's all going to be based around this uh this item that you just got and you know it was about you know bouncing this item around a room but with multiple people you're able to kind of bypass that you can Um, just kind of trigger the switch with your sword with one person and have the other person kind of run through the room yeah it seemed like the the puzzles don't really work as they were maybe intended and Maybe or there's not could've. like specifically co-op design right. puzzles or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that maybe would have been, you know, something to consider. But uh, I'm just being greedy. <laughs> no, but that's a, that's a good point. I mean, if you're going to add a co-op mechanic to the game, you might as well make sure a, it. Yeah, make sure make sure it, it plays well or, or right. accommodates that in some way, uh, and especially some way more than just saying, "Oh, just give the enemies more health." You know. Mm. Um, if and, and if you know if the game doesn't warrant co-op, even though we've been having a good time, I, I'm not trying to say that this game doesn't warrant having co-op. But but if it doesn't, then maybe re- reevaluate that. You know, just that little touch where if someone dies to bring them back, you give them a hug. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah. great. You just give them a hug, and then it takes half your health away. Oh, it's like toe jamming back to them. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's great. Hug and me, it, hug it, me. <laughs> It actually does have a little bit of a toe jam and Earl vibe in the in the like art style as well, I would say. Oh, nice. And and even in like the pace of like how fast you move, like I said, like when I was watching the trailers and stuff, I was like, oh, it looks like this game's a little slow. But but again, it, when you're playing it, it definitely feels like nice and nice and chunky when you're like knocking out enemies. Like it feels like you're 
you're, you're wrecking shop. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good to take some people out. So nice. And there's just like some cool enemies. Like there's like these like Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> looking guys like chasing after you, but they're like cutesy looking, you know. So they're like friendly. It almost sounded like they were making like the chainsaw noises with their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, rrr, rrr. like it, it was just it has like that kind of vibe. It's to got it, a lot you know? of charm. So it's, yeah, it's it's definitely like one of the items you can get is like a kick me sign. And it's just like a classic <laughs> prank. You could just like stick it to an enemy. And I guess like the other enemies attack them or we never we never bought that item. But just like it's, you know, it's again, it's just got that kind of style and humor and and kind of doesn't take itself very seriously other than the overabundance of dialogue. Right. But, but yeah, other than that, definitely recommend what I've been playing so far. I feel a little, little weird recommending it being that I, I feel like I'm still figuring it out, but, but enjoying what I'm playing so far. And despite, you know, the minor gripes we have, we're still excited to keep going with it. So I think that's what's important. Oh yeah. You know, at least what? Yeah. Probably four or five hours hours in already. So Definitely, definitely played a good chunk. So nice. Um, curious let's, to see what else this game it. has in store. Yeah. yeah. Did 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 you want to talk about NBA 2K at all, Randy? Only the fact that it was three whole dollars. So I grabbed me some NBA 2K19. Uh, during the recording of this, it's also the NBA Finals. So I think that's a topical reason why they're selling this for three dollars. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so this is—I I thought you were going back to the one you've been playing, oh, no. like in the past. So you got a new one. Okay, I bought okay. a new I'm one. I'm sorry for to just gloss over NBA here. Three whole dollars. Yes. So I—I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got kind of into uh, NBA Vortex uh, last year when NBA 2K18 came out on Switch, which was the first version of NBA uh, 2K that came out on Switch. Um, I'm somebody that's, you know, I, I get into sports games from time to time, but by no means am I someone that buys every year. Uh, I definitely took a pretty huge break off of sports games, all things considered. But I always liked how the 2K games played. Uh, rest in peace, NFL 2K5, even to this day. Um, T.O. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right there on the cover, you could probably still get that game for five bucks. It's awesome. Look it up. Yeah, but for more for more than a uh, 2K19. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> hey, it's worth it. It's a great game. Played on your original Xbox, but uh, uh, NBA 2K18, I, I probably legitimately played at least 120 hours of. Like no joke. Jesus. Yeah, and that's probably like one mode. This my team mode, which gets into nefarious things like uh, trading card packs for retro players that you had some fondness for 15 years ago on your Detroit Pistons team, (laughs) things of that nature. Uh, but you get to kind of be the general manager and player. So it gets, it kind of sucks you in from a couple different perspectives. Um, but that being said, I, I played, I played the crap out of that. I had my time with it. It has its glitches, which kind of put me off from buying the new version immediately. But then this is $3, uh, you know, it's full 4k Xbox one X enhanced. So I couldn't pass on that. So I'm, I'm having a good time just playing in the, the regular exhibition mode, you know, playing some Raptors versus warriors, obviously playing as the Raptors. <laughs> uh, yeah, good man. Yes. Definitely. Well, they, they play that defensive style, just like my, uh, Oh, four pistons. Um, Oh yeah. <laughs> Detroit basketball. Absolutely. Baby. Detroit basketball. Uh, 
Yes, hopefully the Supersonics can come back to Seattle someday. But <laughs> yeah, no, enjoying my time definitely definitely feels just as good, just as fluid. It's a really sound, like dense basketball experience. It's definitely going for the simulation approach, which I appreciate. Um, but it's it's definitely has a, a a high learning curve on the front side. But once you get all the buttons down and the combination of factors of like how player momentum works and shots and you know how you do these different things it it can suck you in pretty quickly with its kind of fluid back and forth like real basketball approach so, nice have they have they fixed some of that wonkiness that you were talking about in the previous version have you played <sighs> enough to to feel like you because because i know they the first like wave like of switch sports games were just kind of like, Oh shit, the switch is popular. Pretty much. <laughs> we got to put these games out cause people are going to buy them. But definitely, but I think I, like, you know, do you feel like they took this time to really hone this in for the system or for the platform or, or does it still feel kind of similar? It's hard to say cause this is little apples and oranges since I'm playing on Xbox now. And I have oh, a feeling that's right. That's right. The Xbox and PF PS4 are definitely more like lead platforms for these type of games than the switch is. Right. I think the switch right. had like a, a kind of a secondary developer helping to port it to switch. Uh, is the the way that it felt Um, to the point where like I'd be playing a game on switch and I'd be up by 10 with like two minutes left. And I'm like feeling so great about like all this, you know, achievements I'm going to unlock and I can move on to the next, you know, classic team and get these new card packs. And then all of a sudden the game freezes, all of the players disappear and it's just the basketball, you know, in (laughs) midair and I can pause and quit but I can't do anything to get the game moving again. And I'm like, that happened multiple times. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So you haven't experienced anything like that on uh, on Xbox just yet. No, no. Xbox runs without a hitch. So, you know, another good reason to do that. And so, yeah. And it shows off like the full graphical capability of those games, which is kind of a selling point. So happy to have the new version. Do they still do anything crazy? Like I know they did a couple times where they got like Spike Lee or yeah. like a couple other like directed the guy who directed uh like uh Ryan Coogler, I think is his name, the guy who did uh Creed. Yeah. And uh I think that's his name. I'm not hundred percent sure, but sounds I know right. they had a few different people to di- like kind of direct the story mode or the career mode. Yep. And that's still you know a thing about that. That's still in there. Yep. And in, in this one, yeah, I, which I'll probably check out too. It like you start off as like like a not even, you know, G League player, just like a dude that didn't get drafted and you have to go to apparently China to kind of get picked up on a team there and kind of work your way up through the different leagues until you can make your way on an NBA squad. Um, and there's kind of a it's not just playing the games. There's a whole story element and there's kind of a light RPG element where you're you're. You, your stats are increasing in these different buckets of, you know, your how good you are at shooting versus your stamina versus your speed, yada, yada. So, um, yeah, I'll probably check that out at some point as well. See what that's all about. Nice. Three bucks. Come on. Yeah. Three bucks. Yeah. I feel like you can't beat that. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, like even, even if you just play it one time with a friend who comes over and yeah. you have a decent time, it's, you know, I've already gotten three bucks of value. I've played the, you know, just a regular exhibition mode just a few times. I'm like, yep, totally happy. Having a good time. Yeah. Nice. I think it's three bucks on PS4, too, for what it's worth Ah, right now. I might have to to look into that because three bucks is, I don't know. I I used to, it's been a long time since I've really played a sports game in in that regard. But yeah, me and my brother used to play Madden all the time. We'd play the NHL. 
Oh yeah, uh, the EA NHL games and oh yeah, yeah pretty much all of them. We NBA Live. I don't, we never got too into the 2K stuff for whatever reason, but but uh, I would definitely this this definitely piques a small interest, you know, even though I don't follow basketball on any serious level or anything. NBA 2K is definitely the the lead platform for your real basketball sim uh, these days. That's for sure. Uh, and they definitely know that nostalgia is a powerful drug. So there'll be classic, you know, all time and classic teams available for each one of the franchises. Okay. That's, that's a, yeah, that's definitely always a selling point. Cause like, I haven't followed basketball for about a decade, but if I can be my Oh, four pistons, you like you said, you know, it's like, okay, if I can get, give me my rip Hamilton. Oh yeah. And Wallace. Oh yeah. I'm in, I'm yeah. in. My you can Rashid Wallace. Yeah. Well, Rashid is not available, unfortunately, but the other really? players. Yeah. I think it's a, uh, is, is he MJ style? Holding I think out? So. He's play, player 99. <laughs> Rashid wants to get paid for you, for him to be his likeness, to be an NBA. 2K. What a, what a joke. What a joke. <laughs> him and Tayshawn are not available in the OFAR team. <laughs> is that, is you serious? Yeah. They got to start Darko and, and Corliss Williamson instead of those oh, guys. And Lord yeah. knows they were not starting. That's crazy. Yeah. Darko was definitely not starting. Yeah, God, he never even played. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, that's probably enough basketball. Yeah, I got to say the being, NBA Despite weeks. it being Sorry, uh, the finals right now. But uh, yeah. and I think the final game, potentially the final game is on right now, right? Oh, Hopefully it, it, it's the um, final game. There's yeah. going to be one more game. Oh, yeah. are you kidding over? me? It's already over. Hey, it's well, been a great you series. It. You heard it here first on Pursuing Pace. That's right. It's three to two. <laughs> Come here for all of your <laughs> Raptors NBA over info. Golden State. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I think we could probably move on to what we're going to talk about next week. If you guys are good with that. Yeah, please do. Cool. So uh, so next week we're going to move on to another uh, slight, slightly slower pace, although I don't think it's like any kind of cakewalk game or anything like that. But it's in a, another top down game. It's called uh, Blossom Tales colon The Sleeping King. Um, and it's, an, you know, looks like it's a as much of an homage to Link to the Past or any of these top-down Zelda games as you can get. Oh, yeah. Without um, getting a copyright straight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like some of the music that was playing in the trailer and some of the just visual style. Like, it, it does look a little more, again, not to keep using your word, Randall, but it looks a little more kinetic. Like, it looked like there was, there was more action going on. Again, this was just in the trailer, but it just looked like, a little more reactive like in zelda you're kind of running through a, or link to the past or whatever you're kind of running through a lot of open fields and oh here's a little patch of enemies or here's a little but this looked like it was like a lot more or the boss battles looked like they were a little more intense or like these kind of giant uh, you know yeah i mean i guess it would be more appropriate to compare this to a link between worlds than a link to the past i've never played it so i'm I in mean, the so. same boat unfortunately come on you guys i it's in <laughs> hey play games it's on my well, shelf what, i bought the what game. Uh, i own the game as well uh, but what uh what why would you more appropriately compare it to that uh just you know whatever technical limitations stopped it from being as fluid back then like i mean it's it's been a minute since i played link between worlds but there's definite upgrade and i don't know if it's i i i think it you know bridges the gap between link to the past and okay uh, blossom but interesting yeah because this this is just a side note yeah it's definitely like it's got that 16 bit ish 8 bit 16 bit kind of style but it, it's a little more fluid animation and everything 
Um, but yeah, it just looks like another, looks like a cool world. Uh, I don't know. It just it caught my eye. It's been on my eye for a long time. It's on sale right now in the eShop. So we uh, all decided to take the plunge on that one. I'll always take another Zelda like. Yeah. And, and curious, always curious to see if, you know, again, this one looks like it's definitely paying some serious tribute, but always curious to see like what else people are able to bring to that formula and see if anyone's able to do something interesting. Cause I mean, you know, when you're just doing a top down dungeon crawler, you know, ac- action based, um, it's, they can get a little samey. So I, I'm curious to see if this one can do anything unique to, to set it apart. Totally. And maybe, it, maybe it'll be like the, the freedom planet of Zelda games. <laughs> yeah. Just hone, yeah. Just hone in some of the, you know, cause it even, you know, to me, I know, I know obviously a lot of people love a link to the past, but like, I, I never have gotten into like that, the arc of like the swing, how you are like, I'm like this 45 degree angle. Yeah. Like it just feels a little off to me. So maybe if this game is able to do something that feels a little more that uh, I don't have a better word other than just feels right. You know, that just feels a little off or wrong to me the way it link swings a sword in that game. Right. I, I prefer the just kind of straight direct out. jab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, curious to see what this game does different and brings to the, the top-down action RPG, you know, Zelda, for lack of a better word, formula. For sure. I'm pumped. Let's check it out. Cool. Well, uh, on that note, I think we can pretty much wrap it up there. Uh, thanks for listening to Pursuing Pixels, and hope you all have a great night, great rest of the week, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Take care. Good night, everybody. Bye. Night. Do y'all got uh, Dragon Quest Builders? I don't. Okay. My buddy John does. I could borrow it from him. I mean, I feel very directionless in terms of where to go for the next week. So, and I I don't have, yeah, I, I don't have any preference one way or the other. So we could do a... Uh... Just lead this horse to, <laughs> <laughs> to whiskey. <laughs>